You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Beginning at the 48. First and goal. Mixon. Sledgehammering his way. No signal yet. Touchdown. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth on the BetQL Network. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe G with you. Uh, Joe will be back in a couple minutes uh, on this football Friday as we get set for Wildcard Week. Great stuff there with Alex Christensen uh, joining us with a lot of touchdown bets. But I'm, I'm writing down all these touchdowns. I, I have so many. Uh, that I might put together here because we've had a lot of different ideas today between the ones we've thrown out. Alex had some good looks there, especially in that Ravens-Bengals game. So uh, some good props out there for this weekend. And let's get to the Ravens-Bengals game. Um, of course, presented by BetMGM here. And and this game Sunday, I mean, it, I, I mentioned Alex, it, w- it would have been one of the most anticipated games of the weekend, if not for the Lamar stuff. I mean, if we had Lamar Jackson and we had – Joe Burrow on the other side, a divisional matchup, rivalry. Paul, this would be one of the games everyone's in on. And now the other side, it's like, ugh, it's like uh, we're getting Tyler Huntley. But I, I do think the number might be getting too big. The Ravens' defense is really good. And I, if we if we touch 10, I'm just not sure the Bengals are going to cover 10 against Baltimore's defense if we get there. Yeah, 10 is a big number. Uh, Huntley, not the best backup in the world, but I think you can keep him within double digits. And that Bengals offensive line is banged up, man. And the mm-hmm. way that Ravens defense is playing, that could cause some problems. I'm not really worried about them being in danger of losing the game. I did play multiple teaser legs as, you know, as we were anticipating the Lamar news. It is a bummer. Like, I wonder – I have to go – I haven't been able to find this this week, but, like, the pecking order and draft system – for picking games this weekend, kind of a curious choice with Lamar. Uh, very much questionable, you know, the last couple of weeks, last like what month plus of the season to put this on prime time on Sunday night. Um, I again, it's not really probably going to be a close game. They did just play the like what? Who knows? You know, Harbaugh can keep some things up his sleeve. He's one of the better coaches in the league. I think he can do enough to keep it close-ish, respectable. Maybe I don't see a scenario where the Bengals lose this game. Um, I would not lay it at 10 by any means. And then looking at, like, different prop angles, um, like the one I had circled for the Ravens, but it kind of goes out the window with Lamar out of the mix, is that the Bengals do allow tight ends, you know, not the most yards allows the tight ends. Mark Andrews, if Huntley's going to throw to anyone, maybe it's him. I just don't – I like, is the under a look? I'm not sure I'm going to have a ton. I've already got my teaser legs invested probably too many ways. That was when it was like seven and a half down to one and a half. Other than that, I'm not sure how much I'm going to be be playing in this game. Yeah, I'm not sure. And a part of me wants to just take the Ravens plus the nine and a half. I mean, I'm getting the better coach. Just we saw the matchup last week. Really good defense. You mentioned the offensive line there. But as, as Joe has mentioned a couple times over the course of the week, the Ravens stopped the run. Are they going to be able to stop Joe Burrow in the pass game? And I mean, doesn't Burrow have some experience not having a great offensive line and still moving the ball through the air? Sure. I mean, 
They did it all last year in the postseason. This year, I feel like their offensive line moved to like average territory, and then they and then he exploded again. So we'll see. I think we have Joe back up here uh, with us on the phone. Joe O uh, back with us as we talk some Ravens Bengals here. Joe, I, I was saying if, if we get to ten, I'm going to be on Baltimore in this day. We're sitting at nine and a half right now at BetMGM. Yeah, I do have a tough time doing that. I, I didn't get the best best, but as we were talking through this after uh, talking to Jason Lacafora earlier in the week, who's based out of Baltimore, does a good job covering that team. We knew that Wednesday, if we didn't see Lamar out there, that he's not going to play. And um, I, I hope some people took advantage of it. I, I believe we were ahead of those moves on both games because Wednesday morning we were talking about jumping on Buffalo minus nine and a half. And then hours later, we, we find out about Tua and look where that number sits now at 13. And, you know, we had Ian McMillan on the show yesterday. He talked about jumping on five and a half, six and a half on Cincinnati. That was a bad number that was hung. And, and part of me wonders, is this the true number with Huntley at nine and a half? Because, as we mentioned earlier, with Anthony Brown last week, not much motivation. Um, it was 11.5, 12.5. So is 9.5 the true number? Or the books just decided, man, these playoff games, we're getting so much volume on these teasers. They are in pretty good teaser zones. A lot of the favorites just above the 7. And, and the do- some of the dogs are just under a field goal. So you can get it through a couple of key numbers here. Why open ourselves up to a bunch of Cincinnati field goals, Cincinnati uh, under field goal in these teasers? So they move it at nine and a half. I don't think that's really going to stop people uh, from teasing them down. I don't think people were going to be scared of three and a half, but people that do this regularly are not going to do that. Um, I would still, man, at 10, I'm, I'm not signing up for that. I know the history with Harbaugh, but – just the the Bengals passing game is going to be too much. And I just, what, what's the point total for the Ravens going to be? And that's what I, I keep going back to. What is the team total? Have we looked at that uh, as far as the Ravens go? Because I would consider going under based on what we've seen from Huntley. That's a good question. The Ravens team total in this game. What would be your, what would be your guess as I, as we look, I look it up. Seven, uh, seven, uh, be above seventeen for sure, right? It's the same as the Dolphins. It's fourteen and a half. Is it really? Yeah. Oh man, same. I thought it'd be a little bit higher. So you can hmm. find under one and a half um, t- total touchdowns. They're setting the t- total touchdown prop at one and a half for Baltimore. I mean, the one thing I, I do wonder about that. So. <laughs> We know their defense is good. Maybe they keep this a little bit close early. Do you think anytime Harbaugh is over the 50-yard line, he's going to just say, you know what, I can get three right now. I can put points on the board. I could keep myself in the game with Justin Tucker, right, because you have that weapon there. I mean, that, that, make, that, that might take you under the one-and-a-half, Joe. If, if Harbaugh just says, all right, I got to the 40-yard line, Tucker's going to put it through. Maybe they kick four field goals, one touchdown, four field goals, or, you know, what three field goals, right? They get to 16 or 19, and, and it's under one and a half touchdowns. See, as you were setting that up, I thought you were going to say the opposite. Because if you're taking field goals, if you're Baltimore, let, let's say you're, you're in the plus side of the field, you're taking field goals, you're not going to win that game. Harbaugh's mentality is going to be to win the game. He didn't give a damn about the points, Fred. 
So I, I thought you were going to go in the up, other direction. But I understand greatest kicker of all time, uh, your overall point. But I, I would think that they're going to go for it, which could also mean under on team total. Because if, if you are more aggressive, because you don't know how many times you're going to get past the 50, if you do have that sort of mentality, you're going to walk away with zero points at times. Yeah, you will. Uh, and that's a big thing. One thing I, I think it's, it's worth bringing up here, um, because we got a couple of these this weekend, this one being one of them. Do you think the handicap on division playoff games is going to start to change over the next couple of years? We're probably going to see more and more of these, right? As you let the extra team in the playoffs, there's only, there's only so many teams that where that could come from, right? Like you have the four division winners, used to have two wild cards, now you have three. I mean, I feel like just because of the nature of the postseason, we're going to see more and more division games. It's just, it's just going to happen. We're going to see more of them moving forward. So... Paul, I think it's interesting that we, we might see more and more division games in the NFL postseason. I, it used to be like, oh, no, it's a divisional now. Now I think we just have to get used to this as we have more teams in the playoffs. Yeah, with the expanded playoff picture. And I don't know. I don't hate – like, this would be a great matchup if we had peak Ravens. And so, you know, and everyone the, – the old narrative was, oh, third time facing off. You never know what's right. going to happen. Um, but now it's just going to become more of a regular thing. Um, I do feel like things like just bringing in another divisional matchup, like things are kind of trending towards the Seahawks, or at least sharp money is trending that way. So, I mean, granted, that spread is the same as this, nine and a half, ten. Um, so it would be better if these divisional matchups, the third time we see them or the playoff matchup we see them, if they're within a touchdown at least, something like that. But it, it does – overall, I'm a, I'm a fan of it. Like it adds intrigue to it. Like anytime. There's rival, and there has been a good amount of talk going on this week. You know, coming yeah. from the Bengals, which kind of feels like you're, you know, kicking your little brother while while he's down. It, you know, it does add a whole another level of you know uh, drama to the game as well as you know if both teams are at their full potential. I haven't seen any Huntley props. Uh, just wondering about that. Uh, do we see Andrews? I, what else is he going to do? Where where has he been targeting uh, his guys? I find that kind of interesting, mm-hmm. but in, in, in the games where we have the backup quarterbacks, I'm having a tough, I don't know about you guys with these inflated lines and, and the props kind of all over the place. I'm having a tougher time finding uh, betting angles at the current numbers. Yeah. So Niners and this game, I just, I'm struggling with props because the weather with yeah. the Niners, this one with the quarterback uncertainty, I actually like some of the angles we came up with the Buffalo game. Uh, Knox, defensive touchdown for the Bills, uh, James Cook. I, I, even though that could be a uh, blowout, I think we got something there. I don't know what to do here. I mean, um, Joe Alex Christensen gave out Tyler Boyd as a touchdown prop, but it's a pretty good number. I could see that. I mean, I mean, any of those receivers. The one thing about Burrow, he doesn't seem to care who he throws the ball to down the field in the red zone. It's not no. always Chase. It's not always Boyd. It, it's, it's not always Higgins. He throws at anybody. Anybody he thinks he's got a matchup with, he just throws in the ball, and it's usually a touchdown. So – I do, this feels like a very difficult prop game. Let's talk about the total. We're sitting at about, what, 40 and a half right now at MGM on this game? We yes. just went over the Ravens situation, right? We know it's Tuntley. You know, will Harbaugh go for the field goals to just have some points on the board and keep it within striking distance, or will he go for touchdowns? I don't know. Um, the Bengals side. Like, do mm-hmm. we think this is an under game, or are the Bengals going to score enough Combine with whatever the Ravens do to get us over. It's a low number. 
For, for a Joe Burrow game, 40 and a half, that's a low number for a quarterback this good on one side. Yeah, it is. Uh, because we just don't know what's going to happen on that one side. By the way, I was just uh, t- taking a look at where uh, Huntley goes. Everything's Andrews. Do, yep. it's, scary, it's scary to go offensive props with the Ravens this week, but you I would know. think it's going, it's going to be run heavy in Andrews because I don't. what else are you doing? You go into likely? I, I don't know where else uh, there is for him to go, and it could be a game where, where they're trailing by a two to three scores at the very end. I have not seen Ravens receiver props. I don't know about you guys, but um, I'm going to take a look at Andrews for sure. The We trust Mixon. I mean, it's a, it, the matchup is bad, but the expectation is they're probably going to run the ball in the second half, assuming yeah, this is I not much, much of a matchup. I know. I don't trust Mixon, though. I mean, I haven't trusted him all year. Ran for less than four yards to carry. Last week, same matchup, 11 for 27. Couldn't move the ball. I mean, he just he couldn't just move the ball last week. Five for 17. And just five for 17 in the first half. Like, so, what, I mean, it's not wouldn't like you rather, big, big. Wouldn't you rather bet um, Dobbins over 61.5 than Mixon over 55.5? Yeah. Yeah, I would. I, would I think too. Dobbins can break one. He could break one. What about attempts? I don't see it posted, um, but for like Do- for Dobbins. I know they got Gus Edwards as well. Sure. Yeah, and it, it looks like he's healthy. Uh, but as far as attempts, what did he get, 17 in his last game? Yeah, I don't see him either for those guys at least. Yeah, I see Mixon at 14 and a half. So Dobbins recently, 17, 12, 13, 15, uh, 200-yard games, a 93-yard game against Pittsburgh. Good defense. They were healthy at that time on that game on New Year's Day. I think Dobbins' props might be the way to go because your your game plan going into that game has to run through Dobbins and Andrews. Andrews, at the moment, we don't have anything. You know what I kind of like? The mixing under longest rush at 12 and a half. I wonder, how many, I wonder how many times Joe Mixon's had a 15-yard run this year. No explosion this year. No explosion, and you're doing, you got a tough matchup. That makes a lot of sense to me. I'd rather do that than, you know, Joe Mixon can grind out 58 yards and, and beat you on that prop if you want to go under. Right. Yeah, I mean, he, 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 right, he can, he, exactly. He will, he'll keep doing that, but he won't, he won't break one. That's an, that's an interesting one. I wonder why we don't have Ravens running back props yet. You think it's because the quarterback uncertainty it affects everything? I, I, I see. I see Dobbins. I don't see receivers. Right. Mm. That's what you meant. Receiving. Yes. Well, that's what I meant. no receiving. Dobbins attempts either. Dobbins attempts. Right. That's what I was first looking at, and then I went back to receiving. Yeah. Both. Okay. It's probably because the Huntley thing, right? We don't know what Huntley's. Boy, I actually feel bad for the Ravens. That defense has turned around so much. If they just had, if they had Lamar, obviously, but if they just had a, they were good at quarterback, they could make a run. Like they'd be a team like, uh oh, got to play that. Here's, you know what it feels like? It just feels like chalk it up as another Ravens wasted year. Mm -hmm. Right? Like something always funky happens at the end. Like they should be there. They have the talent. Sometimes it's all in the injuries, sometimes it's a little drama here. And it seems like, you know, What's that, Mark? That's going to be a fascinating week of shows. 
Lamar's not going to finish there, right? He's going somewhere else. I've seen this comparison out there. It's, I think it's apt. Lamar kind of feels like the Kawhi Leonard of the NFL, and this is the end of the Spurs huh. run, right? They, yeah. they, they had that run with him. They developed him, and now he's going to go somewhere else and, and continue his career. Joe O, Joe G, we'll come back. Bucks, Cowboys, a lot of intrigue for this one. We'll talk about it next on the BetQL Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.